Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Hannah. What's better than drunk women solving crime? I mean, absolutely nothing. Ooh, I know. Drunk women solving crime live. That's one point to Taylor. Whatever. I won an Emmy. <laughs> Catch us live at our monthly London residency at Covent Garden Studios. Next show is Thursday, April 28th. It's a double header, so you'll get to see two guests and two episodes recorded. Which means a delightful second recording in the flesh. Get your tickets from our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com or straight from dice.fm. Be there or be square. Sassy Katie. You know it, bitches. Live show. Live show. Guys, have you ever wanted to watch us record an episode from the comfort of your own home? But how on earth is that possible? Oh, Hannah, you're so young. Whatever, I won an Emmy. (laughs) This May, we are recording not one, but two live Zoom episodes, which means that no matter where you are in the world, you can join our Zoom webinar and witness the magic of an unedited Drunk Women Solving Crime recording. (laughs) They are a lot of fun. You can chat with the other attendees and get a sense of what it's like behind the scenes. Spoiler, we don't always shower. Join us Thursday, May the 5th and Wednesday, May 18th, both at 8pm GMT. You can either purchase tickets for £5 by heading to our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Or you can join our Patreon for just £3 a month for access to both recordings plus some other tasty benefits. That's patreon.com forward slash drunkwomensolvingcrime. Live Zoom. Live Zoom. Live Zoom. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanor, and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. He was the Poundland milk tray man. (laughs) (laughs) This is the new best callback ever. (laughs) If you want to kill my lover. (laughs) Taylor really hates it when it's got anything to do with food. (laughs) Now it's time for Drunk Women Solving Crime. This week's episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime was recorded in a studio. Yay! 
Not on a Zoom computer. We can see each other's faces. And I'm still not wearing a bra. <laughs> and we probably should hold in farts. I don't know if, if we definitely will. Oh, but, we did not agree, did we? Uh, we didn't discuss this. It's a whole new world now. If it's not in writing, then anyway. if it feels right, just let go, guys. <laughs> feeling it's going to feel right. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So, on that really beautiful and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Horrible. Horrible. I'm so sorry, Beth. Shall I do a different intro? No, I love it. <laughs> I genuinely love it. Please welcome to the show the fantastic writer, Beth Murray. I shall be holding it in. <laughs> <laughs> she knows her own mind. We like you See? already. Here now, Beth, apart from that introduction, have you ever been the victim of a crime? <laughs> well, I thought back on this, um, and I have been the victim of a couple of crimes. Okay. And luckily they were quite minor. Okay. Um, mm. But uh, the one that springs to mind is a burglary. Ooh. Okay. Um, that... I'm slightly ashamed to admit. Oh, colour me interesting. (laughs) We love shame. Um, (laughs) The thing about this burglary is um, me and my flatmates didn't actually notice it. Oh, Oh, okay. Um, Okay. We had noticed things going missing. Um, My flatmates had some jewellery that they couldn't find. Okay. um, I think one of them had like an heirloom, like his grandmother's ring or something that you just couldn't find. But we never thought anything of it. And then one of our neighbours said, were you also the victim of this (laughs) spate of burglaries in the building? And we were like, oh, that's what it was. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then I was really upset because when we actually had a proper audit, they'd had jewellery stolen, but all my jewellery was untouched. (laughs) Oh, no. no. What a burn. The only thing they'd stolen from me was a free Edinburgh Festival bag. (laughs) (laughs) Which must have been like, you know, to put the loot in. (laughs) But I felt really rejected by the burglar who didn't want my stuff. Oh, all your ring pops well, and all your... Um, yeah. Do you remember those when you were a kid? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, have to, you wear them as a ring and you'd be like, well, now once you lick it once, you have to then eat it, because otherwise you just stick to all the furniture. Yeah. That's what I felt my jewellery was to him. There's I was deeply jewelry, offended. And then there's just... I love that, though. Like, yeah. Rather than taking a chance on, I'll grab a handful just in case he's looked at me and gone, he's probably no fuck all about being like, well, a I mean, jeweller. Can I ask, was it better hidden than the others? I can't remember, it was so long ago, but I, I am sure that there was a Tiffany necklace in there <gasps> okay. that he ignored. Oh, listen, this is not... Maybe somebody came back, maybe he got rumbled and he hadn't got to your jewellery yet. Oh, maybe I never thought about that. That makes me feel a bit better. Yeah. Well, um, that's very nice, actually. I wasn't quite so rejected. <laughs> um, yeah, that or they had no idea what they were doing because I was genuinely picturing, like, yeah, plastic jewellery that my daughter no, yeah. me. That is my jewellery collection. That was. Other that than is that. accurate <laughs> reflection. Uh, actually, and in a way, that's the best way to hide good jewellery, I bet. Under, Just put really bad, yeah. Like your mood ring from the market. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite um, Tracy Jordan joke in Thirty Rock, which is that like, I got my mood ring, my, I got my mood ring stolen, and I don't know how I feel about oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. <laughs> I actually love mood rings. I'm just putting that out there. No, they, I, I loved my mood ring. They're so good. I would have been upset if that had been stolen. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have known it. This is not. This is not the first crime we've had where there's been theft and someone hasn't had their things stolen, and you feel a little bit like, what, my CD's not good enough? Yeah, Yeah, my dad had his car broken into and they didn't touch the CDs and he was really (laughs) offended by that. He likes really obscure jazz, so I wasn't really surprised. Oh, wow, okay. (laughs) Wowzers. But it didn't even take the car. They were like, this guy needs a break. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They just felt sorry for him. (laughs) So did they ever find the, the perps? Yeah. I don't even remember if we reported to the police. I think we assumed that somebody else, more grown up in the building, (laughs) would take care of the admin. I mean, we were quite chaotic in that flat. In our sort of mid-twenties, we were coming and going. We had no idea. Where were you? Where, London? Uh, We were in Highbury in a big sort of shambling, faded grandeur house in Highbury. It was very good fun, but we weren't really very on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's genuinely how I kicked off my life in London. I lived in Highbury on Highbury New Park, and we were in this, like, 
really fancy building and everyone hated us because we oh. were just the two unemployed Americans. <laughs> we had no furniture because we were dead broke. So like our landlord would come in and he's like, oh. Like he was so posh he just didn't even have words. He was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Anyway. I'm worried about this, uh, this family heirloom that got taken then. The, yeah. the, the Mars ring or something. I must yeah. ask him what happened to it. But we never got any of it back and we never really tried to get any of it back. Oh, I miss that age. Yes. <laughs> like, the definition of carefree right there. Yeah. Just like, Ew. oh, well. Yeah. It's actually, Have we? Have you guys been robbed? Have we? It's a really positive story in that, like, yeah, you lived this life, this carefree life with it's no so troubles. True. No, I mean, I'm sure you had troubles and worries, but, like, in terms of being carefree. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, no TVs or anything were taken. You would have noticed that. Oh, yeah, we did have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> it was massive. Uh -oh. It was so long ago. It was one of those oh, beasts. I mean, you would never... Heavy. It was a really narrow staircase. You'd never have got Not down. a top mm. item to try and... I think it was all opportunistic. And yeah. now you've suggested the possibility that he just was yeah. rumbled. We were at the top of the house. He'd, he'd mm. done his business. He had to get he out. He was getting out quickly. You know, I feel okay about it. Yeah, I would start at the top and work downwards if I was a robber as well. But it, I suppose if he gets caught he sees at any point, he he's got to... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What is... Any robbers listening, <laughs> do tweet us, what is the most methodical way to rob a block of flats? you start, start, start at the top at the and top. walk down, mm. or do you Cleaners go up? start at the top of a building, so maybe yeah. robbers are the same. In okay. Yeah, do tweet us. Yeah, tell us your strat, and then we'll contact the men. An do it anonymously. <laughs> you can trust us. Um, well, I'm really happy that we've given you some form of closure because what we what we normally do is we ask what you would say or do to the perp now. Is there anything that you would like to say or do to them? Um, well, before you'd suggested this, I would have said what was wrong with my jewellery. <laughs> um, but now I just feel at peace, and I'm really glad that I've worked through it all. Oh, well, that's oh. excellent. You know, that's why we do this. That's yeah. why we keep drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it might be the Prosecco talking. I do feel very zen about it now. Oh, oh well, that's yeah, just a very naturally carefree person. I'm deciding based on one story. <laughs> Gorgeous, I'm relaxed. <laughs> yes, really chill. You know, when I was 25, I was. Now I'm 35. <laughs> I'm not quite so zen. <laughs> then why are you lying across the table right now? <laughs> it's the Prosecco. There has to be a way to spell that number on all my forms. Yeah. <clears throat> just kind of smudge it. I, on, on exams, when I didn't know like which way around the I and the E did, I just kind of did it like the, the dot could be over. You know, it's like messy. You can't call it. So you can't say I've spelled it wrong. I love it. I before E, except when I do it. <laughs> Smudged, it could be. Prove me wrong. You can't duck I feel marks. that way about all of my daughter's spelling tests. Like she'll get eight out of eight, and I'm like, really? Like, did you, did you read that? <laughs> la, 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 la. Like it's just crazy. It's nice. It gives kids the benefit of the doubt now. I'm all for it. I know. I'm all for it. Too. <laughs> Even if she lives with me till she's forty, I'm fine. <laughs> no, till she's thirty. <laughs> Welcome to the force. That was Welcome an excellent yeah. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Now we're back in the studio. We cheers all the time. Yeah, we yeah. can't get enough of it. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. I am going to do a sip of Prosecco and then I'm going to do the crime the true crime that we are going to be discussing. I don't know why I keep making happy fists. The listeners can't hear those. <laughs> <laughs> like Hannah did the breakfast club fist earlier. The and then breakfast club sort fist. of narrated it. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast club. It's from Kimmy Schmidt. Hey, 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 hey. The crime that we different song, different film. Sorry, fucked up. <laughs> I was just waiting for the tweets. I was just like, let's have some, let's have some interaction on social media no, about it. It was the right film and the right song. Never mind. And we're back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The crime that we're going to be discussing is called the Bermondsey Horror. <gasps> Was it a gig I did in 2007? <laughs> uh, it's so weird, yes. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to dissect it. <laughs> did someone die? 
me. <laughs> You're going to be really good at this case. She, she opened with a terrible joke. What was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it was like April 1st, we could actually prank Anna that that was what was happening. I'm still slightly um, worried. So. <laughs> Um, do you know what? I was going to do a joke question of um, where do you think it was? <laughs> <laughs> but as a joke, but you've surpassed Kent. it with your comedy. We don't need it. Now. <laughs> what did you say? Kent. <laughs> Kent. Oh my gosh, that's great. I've never noticed that. Yeah. That you sound like you a cockney Kent. saying yeah. Kent. Now I wish I lived in Kent. <laughs> the Bermondsey Horror Crime is not Hannah's 2007 gig. It is not even an ironically named sandwich in one of the restaurants in Bermondsey for the hipsters. Um, it, is, it is a murder. We are going to be discussing a murder. Well, now you've got me all excited about sandwiches, though. So, like, a part of me is like, I feel sad, but a part of me is like, what would be on the Bermondsey horror? Mm. Yeah. Meatballs, definitely meatballs. Yeah, probably um, some chili sauce. We'll come back to that. Garlic. Oh, chili, garlic, garlic would yours. be on there. Oh. Okay. Oh, I stuff. genuinely just made a noise that I didn't know where it came from. <laughs> Your lower stomach. Thank you for listening. Um, so, Bermondsey, fans of London will know. It's a bustling place. It's very close to London Bridge. It's on the River Thames. I know we know that, but there might be people listening going, but where is Bermondsey? No, sure. good point. So, to, do, to talk about this case, we're going to start with Mary de Rue. Now, she came to London from Switzerland, and she was from a low socioeconomic background. Mm. So, she found work in domestic service. Let's guess the year and get that out the way. What year do we think this is? Domestic service. 2018, am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> when did that sort of die out as a thing? I mean, it hasn't, but... Yeah, yeah like as a... isn't it? When did anyone I mean, leave think of Switzerland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Switzerland. I'm um, just picturing, when did anyone leave Switzerland? Yeah, because now it's an ace place to go. You Dang. just you cheat your way into living there, am I right, guys? Got such great maternity leave. Um, I'm going to go with 18... Mm-hmm. 79. Okay. Higher or lower, guys? Except I really thought 1856, so let's see how this goes. <laughs> gut, gut feels talking right now. Um, uh, yeah, I was thinking 1850s. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go 1912. Why wouldn't I? Hey! Yay. Old Titanic over here. I feel like um, he still has, like... Domestic servants in those days. You did. You so did. it's not completely a stupid answer. No, <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> Beth Murray gets it. Uh, it was the, it was eighteen fifty. It was sorry. It was eighteen forty. Oh, so well uh, done. you were the closest. Um, oh, I can't wait to just do that all the time with no context. So I'm just gonna be like. Wait, how old are you, Taylor? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Hannah, what's your blood pressure? <laughs> it's, it's high, guys. It's not great. Taylor, how's your BMI? <laughs> <laughs> this is the new best callback ever. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. Yeah, <laughs> um, now, Marie meets a man, Patrick O'Connor. He is a money lender. Uh, so he has made a lot of money out of money lending. He's amassed a small fortune and he's also earned himself a reputation as a hard man in the London docks Ooh. area. So he's, right? you know, he's one of the faces. He's okay. like, he's very much a Grant Mitchell figure. Um, so question, what do you think, if anything, happens between Marie and Patrick O'Connor? Patrick O'Connor. Hard man, money lender. I hope everything happens. Okay. Unless he's a murderer. Oh, damn it. These cases are so tricky. <laughs> he will be a murderer and he's a gangster. Hmm. I, mean, I mean, that's the implication, is it? Hard you, man feels like, yeah, feels like he might be doing some murdery. hard stuff. Yeah. It does sound a bit murdery. Oh, oh I would love the twist to way. be that... <laughs> the twist, if the twist was that she murdered him, would be really lovely. Wouldn't that be sweet? But... <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily what's going to happen. Um, She's his Nancy to the... the Bill Sykes. Bill Bill Sykes. Right. That's what I'm feeling. Immediately, Beth going in with... She's probably a prostitute, I see. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I know what you mean, that, like, she's kind of this nice lady and he's this bad boy and she likes the bad boy. Okay. So we're thinking it's love, right? We're thinking it's romance. We're thinking... I don't think they go into business together and sell things on Etsy. I think it's... Okay. It's romance, I think. Okay, so romance slash sex work. 
and everything. I'm going to say they go into business together and go on the Etsy of the day. Okay. Which was the market. Um, do you know what? Hannah is the closest. Okay. Ooh. They become lovers. All right. They do some fucking. All right. Um, <laughs> Quote your source, please. <laughs> My source called it becoming lovers. Okay. Okay. Um, but they meant fucking. <laughs> So, now, Marie meets another man, you guys. Marie. I know. Uh, she's got but her... does that mean meat as in fucking? Um, <laughs> well, hold that thought. Oh. Right. Um, mm. To start with, she just meets him. She's, she's got a pick of the Bermondsey dick. Like, she can, <laughs> she can do what she likes. Oh. Uh, now... <laughs> 1850s or 1840s Bermondsey dick does not sound like yeah, that. That's syphilitic. <laughs> I certainly didn't have the pick off that kick I did either. So. <laughs> the very opposite of her right now. Oh, dear. Uh, now, the new man is called Frederick George Manning. He is a okay. pub landlord, and he tells Maria that he is set to inherit a large fortune. <laughs> I always like to wait for the right moment to open wow. the bottle. That's probably what Maria did. Um, <laughs> What's going on with all these? Hey, I've made some money on the side, or hey, I've inherited hey, yeah. money. Okay. Hmm. Oh, just just put gather, gather, <laughs> just sowing the seeds, laying the pipe, whatever we are going to call it. But my question is, what do you think happens between Maria and Frederick, the pub landlord? Is it different than what happened between? Uh, That's what I'm asking you. I like a Patrick. I like a Frederick. I like all the men I meet in Bermondsey. Oh. <laughs> Is that what happened? Is that what happened? She, she wrote, wrote a song. A hit song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for another romance. Okay. Romance. Double down. I'm going to double down on the whoa, I have money. Isn't that funny? Okay. Thing. Okay. Because that's all chicks care about. But you know what I mean? Like, she's this poor woman. Does yeah, she maybe... Oh, okay. I feel like she could be the potential go-between mm-hmm. between Patrick and him as Patrick wants to defraud this guy because he's like, yeah. okay, he's got some money. You go in as a kind of honey trap, perhaps, or a kind yeah. of, why don't you invest in my death clinic in Switzerland? Is that where it is? Yeah. <laughs> is that where it is? Yeah. Um, the only thing I know about Switzerland. But, um, or I couldn't Rome, remember I the name of it and I was going to call it Gravitas. <laughs> very different kind of death <laughs> so yeah I think I think that maybe her and Patrick could be working together to, mm. to defraud this guy That's yeah they collude okay. yes okay. Oh, lovely use of collude I love that word <laughs> great word alright so we've got romance and we've got collusion mine sounds so lame now no well pigeonholing the you woman you actually get the point because they get married Oh, wow. What, the landlord? And yeah, so Marie. Marie marries Manning. Frederick Manning. Yes, Frederick Frederick Man- George Manning. Yes. Hey. Yeah, I slept with him too. I've been around. <laughs> I am <laughs> years old. <laughs> she marries the landlord that says that he's going to inherit a fortune. Uh-huh. Is it, so far, I admit, it's like a sort of slow, weird game of marry, boff, kill. But mm. we will get to the kill. <laughs> um, so... She's now Marie Manning. Uh, some time goes by and there is no sign of the fortune that Frederick Manning Uh-oh. has promised mm. that he was about to inherit. It's very much kind of, you don't know my fortune. She goes to another school vibes <laughs> <laughs> from this guy. Um, so I don't know if anyone here has ever had a guy lie about how rich they are to get, to get you to marry them. But he's done no, it to get... I watched Tinder Swindler and I just yeah. realised like how little I cared about that and I'm not saying that like oh I mean I really cared about the person inside I just <laughs> anyone that looked decent in his clothes and said he had a job I was like yes, yes. <laughs> full set of teeth full yes. set of teeth come to mama if he had a car then that was sealing the deal oh yeah. wasn't that that Charlie Brooker line about Matt Hancock about man ha- man, Matt Hancock looks, <laughs> looks like your sister's first boyfriend with a car which is just <laughs> such an amazing like <laughs> God, what an observation. That's so brilliantly damning as well. Isn't it? Like Isn't a much it? older guy. Yeah. Didn't Lorraine say that he was the Poundland milk tray man? <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. That's really good. But he all wants us to know that he's really in love and loving <laughs> fucking his, his woman now. So. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> sorry for that. No, if anything, that's worse than the crime we're about to <laughs> discuss. Gosh, and she went right into the marriage. and Yes, so she's now stuck with this guy. Uh, she realises she's never going to get rich with him. He's promised this great fortune for the marriage, but clearly... Also, since you've said it's the pub landlord, like, I just have Al Murray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> At least he's funny. Hey. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. He's got an anecdote or two. Yeah, it's a fun party. But the thing is now, Maria's got a taste for the finer things in life through her work as a domestic servant to the upper classes. Sure. She's seen how they live and she wants a piece of that pie. So she is on the hunt for a get-rich-quick scheme. Mm. Um, so my question is, what do you think she comes up with as a plan to get rich quick? Oh, so she's not getting this inheritance. That's no. like... Is he definitely gone? I don't think it ever existed. Mm. I think he just wanted he to just... sort of make her get married to him. Okay. Okay, so she's been... I wonder if it has anything to do with Patrick, the original mm. guy, who mm-hmm. was his money legit. Like if he, he had... Yeah, he is legitimately rich. He's been gathering money. Does she go back to him... Okay. ...and propose some sort of, you know... I mean, I understand what means because that means an insurance job. I think she takes out an insurance policy on his life. He's lied to her. I mean, I talk Taylor. I know what that means. And that to me would feel like the most obvious thing to do. Get rich quick. You're not happy in your marriage. You've got a guy that probably could bump people off because he's the hard man of the docks. Oh my gosh. Or she sells the pub, is my other. Out from under him. Yeah. Literally, I was kind of like, oh, there's, there's a pub that's got equity. Is, is equity the word? I don't know. Did they have insurance policies like that in the 1850s? I think 40s? they did. They did because so many people murdered for like... Yeah, once it came in, it became quite but, a scam. But you're completely it? right whether or not that was later sort Access of... Access, yeah. I don't even know. I'm pretty sure those were still in and yeah, no one had thought through. <laughs> yeah, because everyone what died in those do. days, right? Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Be like, I know what I'll do. Life insurance. What happens? It's not Consult- like you could call a hotline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no medical. Well, that's a good job because we're <laughs> yeah. literally our limbs are falling off. This is horrible. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So takes out a policy on pub guy. Yeah, and gets Laddie and gets to kill him. Patrick to kill him. Yeah. Okay. Any yeah. advance on that, Beth? That's kind of what I think would happen. Okay. She's basically getting a hitman to bump off her husband. Okay. Ooh. Well, these are excellent suggestions, and you basically reverse it. So, um, she decides decides to kill Patrick O'Connor, the hard man, (gasps) the previous boyfriend, um, and steal his fortune. (gasps) Oh, man. But why would she get it? She would just take it from his house. It's, it's, I, oh, I see. Now, yes. the, the thing about this is, it's not a very elegant plan. There is no finesse mm. to it. There's no trickery. It is like but very much. I feel like I got my wish because at the beginning I was like, I wonder if he the she killed. Yeah, we got the twist. I know. And I nearly gave it away by going, hold that thought. And I thought, no. Nice. Oh, wow. That's so more like a get into court quick scheme. <laughs> this doesn't sound. She hasn't yeah. thought this through at all. No, it feels that way. Um, so she'd still been boffing him on the side, even oh, though she, she has. But she, okay, was, I did she was married to he the just sounded guy. Better, didn't like, he? Yeah, I don't know. and maybe <laughs> maybe he just didn't want to get married. I don't know why she didn't marry him. Ooh. She wants money. She obviously likes doing him. <laughs> really, keep talking about sex today. Um, but doing so, it, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm such a ladette. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But she, he was her side piece. Now, she makes the plan to kill him with the assistance of her broke-ass husband. Oh, golly. And does she um, say, I'm thinking of killing my... Wait, what's the... The guy that I'm still sleeping with. What's the like male equivalent of a mistress? Is there one? A um, mister? That feels yeah. like just what you'd call someone. Is there an equivalent? A side piece? <laughs> side piece? But there's not, like... I feel like... Is that... <laughs> no, I think you're right. There isn't really a term yeah, because it was weird. never socially acceptable. Be the way that There's got to be a term. Side gentleman. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Mysterious. No, it doesn't work. Interesting. Yeah. So, but but my one point. Fuck buddy. Sorry. Fuck buddy. Fuck boy. Dude. But my point yeah. is, like, what? Do, how does she say to? Patrick, who, right. no, not Patrick. To I know Frederick, this, who guy. this guy. Is. Sure, we play darts together. <laughs> well, maybe flesh she... darts, my right guy. <laughs> maybe she tells the 
I, I don't know what the husband thinks her relationship to Patrick is. Mm, maybe he doesn't care. Maybe, I mean, yeah. Maybe. I just assume they wouldn't be getting on very well because he's told her that, she's got a fo- that he's got a fortune and that yeah. turns out to be a lie. So she's pissed off with him. Yeah. I can't see how they leap from that to her Go, saying, hey, yeah. you've got no money, but yeah. let's yeah. join forces. I mean, it's, it's quite a conundrum, I agree. Um, the only thing I can think is that maybe she thinks it'll be easier if they're both in on it it's maybe, maybe a two-person it, job though. like by this point she's like so get... you don't have any money he's like yeah, no I don't <laughs> well she says she uses it as leverage you have to help me because yes. you lied to me yeah. so now yeah. you've got to yeah. I'm me. either leaving yeah or you can take out my lover that's a good point actually maybe we know he loves if you want to kill my lover <laughs> Yeah, that's how that works. I do not know. Men only like you and they really mm-hmm. love you. <laughs> that's the message here, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> but I do like that, though, by like mm. saying, OK, look, I'm having an affair, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to kill him. Like, that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to say no to that? Yeah, that's a win-win. There's bad news and there's bad news. <laughs> Which one do you want first? <laughs> it has to be the bad news first. It does. For yeah. context. Yeah. <laughs> Always lead with the murder. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise you start with, but you get to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just confusing. Wait, what? You get to kill who? What? <laughs> um... Yeah, well, I think we've worked out how that all came about then. Yeah. Excellent deduction team. That's just a little bit of deconstruction of a marriage, which is <laughs> child's play here on the forest. Who oh, among yeah. us hasn't been there? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Planning murders and affairs, etc. So one of the reasons that this case is considered very shocking is because the murder was committed by a husband and wife team. Ooh. But, you know, no one appreciates actually, you know, they share the same interests. Why, <laughs> <laughs> Why so negative? Um, so... They team up as killers. They decide to kill the lover. Now we have the grisly murder. Again, I've he said He was killed this... by a bear? <laughs> <laughs> Just for a bit of levity. Just for a bit of levity. So Marie invites Patrick O'Connor, the hard man moneylender, over to her house for dinner. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But it's a trap. <gasps> uh, and Taylor really hates it when it's got anything to do with food. <laughs> when someone gets killed in a restaurant. The last and Taylor's case. like, what? Gangster, <laughs> so he's gunning people down during a meal. Don't ruin a meal. Yeah. Oh, they're going to poison him. No. What? Sorry. I, that's my question to you. <laughs> okay. In one moment, please. Okay. Sorry. Uh, now, she invites him to her Bermondsey house for dinner. It's a trap. Before they dined, Marie suggested that he turn, he might want to wash his hands. He agreed, so he stood over the sink to do so. He's got his back turned to her. Ooh. So this is where the murder takes place. They oh. planned this. So my question is, how do they do it? Like, Cluedo uh, murder weapon, please. Steak knife in the back. Steak knife oh. in the back from Detective oh, Beth Murray. Any advance on that? Do you ever have dreams where someone's attacking you and try to stab them and it just bounces around their body? So I just immediately was like, what did you do? Was, uh, I mean, was, no, but your dreams uh, are great. Maybe tonight you will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, and that's like a tamed down dream. My dreams are crazy. Anyway. <laughs> How does she kill him? Okay, his back is turned, so you've sort of... Fed us that clue. It's not mere poison. Also, I would refer us back to the Bermondsey <clears throat> horror. Like, I mean, it's pretty horrific with the steak knife. She told him a really bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's very triggering for me, actually. Hannah <laughs> 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 used to ask her audience to turn around because some of the stuff was like, don't look at me! <laughs> But it's, uh, I mean, ooh. Yeah, it's so, bloody, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, which I think the steak knife is good, but then I'm thinking, like, I know they didn't have food, food processors, but I'm thinking, like, that they pushed a food processor on his bed. <laughs> That's maybe not what it is. Well, I'm trying to link it back to the dinner. Right. <laughs> you know, give yeah. it a culinary theme. Yeah. Yes, yeah. culinary, I think, is right. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's a pub. She hits him over the head with a bottle. Of okay. course, that's not yeah. going to kill him. Okay. A broken bottle. Maybe a broken bottle. Jabbed. Jabbed. Okay. I, I once saw a man get 
Um, yeah, had a Class. yeah. It was horrible in a pub in Camden. Oh, it was no. horrible. Mm. Yeah, with so a broken bottle. with a broken bottle, <gasps> he smashed it and put it into the guy. Oh like, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was there with my boyfriend. It was like one of our first dates. <laughs> and I was Romantic. Like, <laughs> it was not. It was not great. But that's quite good. But also, what I'm thinking so is I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was genuinely horrific. Did you have to give a statement to the police? Were the police called? What no, part of the I was. Did it get hit on? Um, he went in his sort of. <gasps> Oh, yeah, oh I think God, he. I think he was okay. I'm not sure, but blood went absolutely fucking everywhere. Oh it was disgusting. my goodness! Sorry, guys. <laughs> and you in a way, is that what we did. I was like, <laughs> "We've got to go." <laughs> and then we just left. We were like, "This." Wow. Oh, Are you still with the boyfriend? <laughs> no, I'm not actually. <laughs> but we had like almost a whole pint, and in Camden, that's like six quid. So we were good. Oh, yeah, that's, so you that's finished the real it crimes. Yeah. I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> it looks kind of pink. Steady my nerves before we yeah. run away. I'm hoping the guy was okay. I feel like he probably was. There was a lot of blood. Anyway, the point is, yeah. they want to make... No, they don't mind that it looks like a murder, but in their own home, you don't want to make it's it look like a murder. Home, you've got to be more subtle than that. I keep thinking it's Bermondsey horror. It's got to, it's got to look yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. And maybe they dro- dropped him in the docks. So... Okay. No, do you know what, Beth? I'm going with you. I'm going with you. There was a steak knife. So two for knife and one for bottle. Drunk women solving crime. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I feel like they hit him with a bottle to knock him unconscious and then they had some plan to make it look like illness or an accident and that's when it goes really awry. Okay. Well, do you know what? These are all brilliant suggestions. Thanks, Katie. And (laughs) probably might have gone down better than what... Well... Oh no! It's just not elegant. That's that's my issue with the. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna I'm murder someone. Do a good, crime. do a good job. Make it pretty. Yes. <laughs> Think it through. Come on, um, come on, people. They shoot him. Oh. Point blank in the head with a pistol. Wow. But that doesn't kill him. Oh no. <gasps> He's really fucking hard. Isn't so, he? so hard. hard. This guy. But also, what the fuck is up with this pistol? Like, it doesn't sound like a brilliant pistol. I don't think the Victorians had the best pistols. Shoddy, shoddy pistol. But um, so that didn't kill him. So Frederick Manning, obviously the husband who's in on it, he goes and gets an iron bar and caved the guy's head in, and Ooh, that wow. does do the trick. He's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, name of the episode. <laughs> I am rich with brutality. Yeah. <laughs> also, how what are they how are they gonna I can't wait to see how they try to cover okay. this up. Well here is my next question for you guys. They throw the body into a pre-dug grave. Question, where is the pre-dug grave? Don't it's if it's in if it's on their own land. <laughs> There's a really nice coffee shop on Bermondsey Street called For Coffee. Oh my God! <laughs> Was it there? Wow! I can neither confirm nor deny at this stage. <laughs> oh, it's such a shame that this is inelegant. You're completely right. If it's on their own land, which I feel like it is, <laughs> just don't okay. kill where you live. Like, All right. is the so expression. expression goes. <laughs> what is the expression? Don't shit where you eat. Yeah, yeah if they're not honestly. Or, or kill where you live. Yeah, yeah don't kill where you live. I'm still intrigued by the dinner that they had planned. Yeah. Did they cook the dinner? I don't know, actually. <laughs> no, I just need to know There's what like is on the menu. Jacket potato going cold in the corner. <laughs> I have a feeling it's very, very close to their own house, and this is silly. It's in their garden, right? Okay, garden, house, coffee shop. (laughs) Which could have been the side of the house. I'm just thinking somewhere along Bermondsey Street. Yeah. Okay. um, 
the pre-dug grave was under their own kitchen floor. No! Guys. Yeah. Um, Wait, how? Do you, well, I think, so they lifted up like floorboards. Yeah, there's earth, and then they covered it back up with heavy flagstones. They might not have even had floor. Like I'm forgetting what era we're in now. Yeah. It could have been a dirt floor. It's the 1840s. Oh, ever um, so unsanitary though, isn't it? But I think that, you know they had flagstones. They lifted them up, dug the earth, okay, put got the there. grave, put them in, put the put it back, put the flagstones back on top. Um, I'm just thinking about first night after you've buried them. <laughs> And you're just lying in bed going, so... Night, night. <laughs> Lights out. Yeah, right. It's seriously chilling. How do you do that completely? And all of his money is just in cash? Like, wow. It's... So, yeah, so what she does is she goes to his house and she starts taking his share certificates. She mm. takes his cash and she even takes some of his furniture. And he's got properties and stuff with listings and deeds and all of this gubbins. Um, but now his Patrick O'Connor's friends grow suspicious and two of them visited the Manning household Um, I know that so far (laughs) yeah Yeah. well so this is sort of a two part question well I don't know I'll ask you okay right Did, did they do you think they found anything I think that they didn't lay the flagstones really straight okay and one of them trips over the flagstone Yeah, and then there's like a hand poking. No, but, but just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We the, really did a shitty job. Very inelegant. Um, I mean, like, my kitchen smells sometimes. But, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, Is it because? Yeah, it's the food bin, <laughs> but... At least you're on the top floor and you know there's nothing buried under it. How yeah, old perfect. is this sponge? <laughs> <laughs> but so I kind of think, like, I mean, yeah. that's they—they they don't seem like you know clever murderers. So, is—is it, is it a smell that gives it away? And I think I feel like Patrick's mates would know the smell of a rotting body. Yeah. Because they're mm. hardmen. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Or he's yeah. still not dead. Because <gasps> he's and, so hard. He's it, doing a Rasputin. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. How was Rasputin? <laughs> some sort of groan in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Any advance on this, Taylor Clip? I I just I, yeah I went more simply with the if she took furniture presumably she sold it on but what if she's just so silly that she's like but we'll keep this one armchair so they're like that's Patrick's okay, favorite yes. chair oh excellent answers and do you know what hold these thoughts because some of this actually sort of happens down the line this so is bonkers basically yeah. um. They don't notice anything straight away yet, but okay. they are incredibly suspicious of this couple. Why are so, they even there? Because they know that she was sleeping they must, with him. They must so, know. So, like, have you seen him? So, kind on, of, okay, like, okay, okay. Also, are they, like, driving a Ferrari around now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing crowns, like in yeah, Father Ted. Yeah, literally. Li- yeah, yeah, exactly. Just dripping in diamonds. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't kill the, the rich guy that's gone missing. <laughs> what? It's crazy. We just happened to get this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's not new. I've had it for ages. I just put it on today, but it just randomly. <laughs> um, but they, so they, um, they notified the police of their suspicions, and the next day the police came round, and a constable noticed liquid coming out of the kitchen floor. Oh, yeah, that's like putrescence. Yes. Ooh. Yes, it is. Oh. Um, so it, it's kind of like what you said with the flagstones giving it away. It's mm. actually um, quite a beautiful name for a daughter. And they... <laughs> putrescence. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like an Adam's family cousin. It really is. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but so they lifted the stones and they found the body. So my question is, oh. where are the Mannings when this discovery took place? I love the idea that they're standing right over them and they're like, what? <laughs> oh, Patrick, <laughs> no. This stupid, yeah. <laughs> Why did you do this to yourself? <laughs> Maybe incredulity will save them. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy that would dig his own grave. Like, he's hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they're having a pizza in Franco Manca. <laughs> no. I love how well you know Bermondsey. Yeah, this is a street really well. <laughs> <laughs> Although with Franco Manca, that could be any street. It's yeah, it's really nice. In London. Like, yeah, this one. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. And we're literally talking about like body juice. And I'm like, I'm so hungry for a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> 
just been doing this so long. We're desensitized. Oh, yeah. and, and I have issues. So you put those together. <laughs> have serious issues. Is it like, uh, I think I'm like the Costa del Crime. Like, I know that... <laughs> I don't know what that was in those days where people yeah. would like head off to if they'd done like a, a, a version of the pizza place. I mean, they're like, crap murderers, mm, so yeah. I would scarper. Okay. If I was yeah. Them. Yes. Do you know what? Point. Point to <laughs> Detective Murray. They do. They're missing. They fled. Uh, by this point, they'd fled. Uh, Marie with had... a slow back in way. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the best kind. Uh, so Marie went to Edinburgh. And Frederick. Oh, she goes, did a show. Did she do a show? <laughs> <laughs> she did this show about this. It I, just it killed. I murdered my ex-lover. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone would go and see that. Can you imagine? <laughs> like that would be the rave reviews of the festival. And it was called Horror of Bermondsey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like kitchen stink drama. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hi, Hannah George. Thanks for your time. <laughs> you should say it to the camera. Hi, Hannah George. <laughs> I forgot we were recording. Yeah, me too. I've been so relaxed. <laughs> um, interesting she went to Edinburgh, though, Like, because I was thinking, mm. would she not go back to Switzerland? Like, you know why? I know some, mm. They've split up. Yes, so Frederick has gone that to Jersey. a marriage, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Burying a dude in your kitchen. Yeah, just... I mean, but the, 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 the romance is gone. The romance is gone. It's, yeah. I loved those flagstones and they were never the same. <laughs> but maybe that was always the plan. Maybe they were like, look, we, you know. Split the money. Yeah, we'll split the loot, we'll separate, we'll go our separate ways, we'll both. <laughs> both of them with like half a sofa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Frederick's gone to Jersey. Oh, to the Isle of Jersey. Certainly, certainly yeah. far apart he's, then. Yeah, she, and so she's in Edinburgh, uh, but it did not take long for them to be apprehended. Uh, they divided up the loot, but the loot is basically a trail that completely leads straight to them. Uh, so Marie was caught trying to exchange some of O'Connor's property because the listing of his possessions had been published by this point, and she has certificates of shares on her. Oh. Uh, it's all pretty damning. Um, <laughs> she's <laughs> shit. She's <laughs> She's the worst. She's so She's really bad at this. It's true. We're always on the women's side, aren't we? Until oh, today. Marie. Until yeah. today, just be better. Be better. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I <laughs> just picture them, like, coming out of her bra. Like, what? Share certificate. <laughs> um, so they were tried at the Old Bailey. Uh, for, there was a two-day trial in October 1849. Uh, the judge at the Old Bailey found them guilty. They were condemned to death. Wow. Uh, there was a newspaper report that... says mixed things about this now. Different sources are different things. There's one source said that Marie had tried to strangle one of her female guards while she was waiting execution. Um, wow. No yeah. one will notice this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but then another source... Oh, so and another source said that she yelled abuse. I think this might have happened in the at the court case... I think she, she uh, so she's from Switzerland. She let, she yelled abuse that the British were a perfidious race, which um, that's rich. <laughs> after committing a murder, another beautiful name for a child. She's, she's saying <laughs> that the British are untrustworthy and two-faced. Um, but another source said that she was. But then she was. So I don't know if it's a contradiction because another source said that she was calm when she faced the hangman. Okay. So maybe she got it all out of her system. Right at the at the verdict. Well, look, you don't want to shit talk the hangman either. <laughs> like that is not the one you want to piss off. Shit talk the hangman. What's the worst that can happen? Oh. I'll tell you, because we did another case where it's like, if they don't do the rope the exact right oh, length, oh, you will suffer so bad. Yeah. So you're nice. Just take it from us. Be nice to your hangman. I love okay. it. Just being an arsehole all the way up That's again. That's a real life lesson. <laughs> yeah. Well, a death lesson. But. Yeah. I wouldn't have known either until this other case we did. I was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Bring back capital punishment so we can put this to good use. I don't know. So the apocalypse is coming. Good job. <laughs> So, um, can I get you anything, cup of tea, before you hang me? <laughs> yeah, you look so hot in that hangman outfit. Love yeah. your hood. Yeah, take the hood off. I want to see you. <laughs> You're gorgeous. Um, so they were hung together on the 13th of November, 1849, and the husband was dropped slightly before Marie. And I have some fun facts for you guys. These are <laughs> now. 
they are admittedly grisly, but I were they were they actually hanged together like side by side? Yeah. So oh, fundamentally, that's so sweet. Right. Of course, he got to go first because man. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna do it in order. She had to live a little bit longer and like hear him suffer. Like, oh, I can't wait till. Ooh. Yeah, that is actually fun fact number. Well, kind of that is fun fact ooh, number ooh, one. Oh. Uh, they were the first husband and wife to be executed together in <gasps> England since 1700. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> What a record. <laughs> they, they, made, they held hands and jumped. <laughs> they made it 149 years before a uh, husband and wife got killed together again. Oh, wow. Um, oh, fun fact number two. Well, marriage is hard. You know? <laughs> the stats are bleak, but you got to fight against the odds. <laughs> yeah. Um, Charles Dickens was one of the estimated 50,000 people in the crowd that came <gasps> to watch. Wow. Um, apparently, wow. they were quite a baying and rowdy mob because the crime was considered so horrific. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and fun fact number three, Charles Dickens supposedly later based one of his characters, Mademoiselle Hortensi, Lady Dedlock's maid in Bleak House, on Manning's life. Oh, oh my. Oh, I know. Well, at least so, she had that. Yeah, yeah. right. That's not nothing. <laughs> um, it's not worth it, really, isn't it? I'd it's, die for a legacy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, like, wow. it's it's a weird one. And then Charles Dickens also wrote a letter to the Times saying, I believe that a sight so inconceivably awful as the wickedness and levity of the immense crowd collected at that execution this morning could be imagined by no man and could be presented in no heathen land under the sun. Ooh. So he's, he slagged off the crowd as well. He um, did, which he was a part of. Yeah. Like, oh, these motherfuckers. What, what, a, hip, what a hypocrite. Um, yeah. No anyway. one comes out of this well. No, even Dickens. <laughs> no. He's just using it for material. Do you know what? He, like, um, in Ventnor, where I'm from, on the Isle of Wight, he, um, there's this woman called, she was called Margaret Dick, hilarious name, <laughs> but she was the basis for Miss Havisham, and she lived in Ventnor. No oh, way. Wow. Yeah, she was jilted at the altar. Ooh. And yeah, 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 yeah. So he, like, he did not have God, a fucking original thought come up with a single fucking thing this guy and everybody venerates him anyway and he was horrible to his wife as well he was not great he's done some weird stuff I love that we're ending by just like (laughs) I know fuck you Charles Dickens Margaret Dick Dickens yeah I know this woman like murdered a guy but fuck Charles Dickens (laughs) cheers guys cheers yay amazing unless the BBC ever want me to adapt any of his books in which case it's fine yeah. What, what, a, what a talent, what a talent. Um, <laughs> I've heard he writes really good books. <laughs> yeah, never Remindy finished Horror, one, but, I, but I've heard they're good. <laughs> I did read The Christmas Carol, to be fair, but I have not finished. Can you not just like, others. I mean, I only... I've watched The Bleak House, I read BBC. Um, Christmas Carol after The Muppets Christmas Carol, because obviously I grew up watching The Muppets the Christmas Carol. It's so funny because so many lines are from the original uh, text. Yeah, it's and so they, they are actually really funny like that um you, there's more of gravy than of grave about you is in the yes. is in the book that's tight you can't help but like read it in rizzo's voice <laughs> the more these were dead to begin with sorry katie go on no. listener this is from lena hello i saw that you were looking for listener crimes yes we are thank yes, you are. please thanks. send thank us more coming. listener crimes it's excellent um so here is mine i grew up in a village in alsace france Alsace, Alsace. Alsace. Alsace, Alsace, France. Alsace, Katie, should know that. Come on. Uh, Very picturesque, but not without crime. We had a murderer, a drug dealer, a rapist, basic country life. Wow. (laughs) That sounds like a busy place. Um, And of course, burglaries. We used to run the restaurant of the village. And one morning we discovered that someone had broken a window, climbed into our restaurant and stolen the drawer with loose change. In total, maybe 20 euros. We were most saddened by the loss of the drawer. So my question to you, (laughs) drunk women solving crime, why would you steal the drawer? Why not just the few coins that were in it? Um, And that's from Lena. Excellent question. Yeah. That's bizarre. I mean, maybe it's a really pretty antique drawer. <laughs> Is it like my crime, a time constraint? Ooh, yeah. gathering up lots of coins, you know, you'd, they'd fall out. Your yeah. House, so you just take the whole thing. Yeah, they got interrupted and they just ran with the thing they were holding. Oh, well, that could be it. Yeah, there's a noise. So you've pulled it out and you're yeah. like, well, I can't get away with nothing. So you just yeah, yeah, you just panic. That is really... It is, or unless unless it's you know like they're like I just really need a drawer. This is a statement piece, and I think it's going to look. <laughs> it really happens good. to have cash in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need the money, and I also need a place for my cutlery. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
it's a really weird crime. I, I do think that being interrupted is some form of explanation. Can, mm. can we beat that? What do we think? Yeah, or like, did they use it? Was it a wooden drawer? Yes, I think so. When I hear drawer, I always think wood. Mm. So I don't know whether they wanted it for uh, <laughs> firewood. <laughs> they, they, like, I mean, I don't know what. Oh, well. <laughs> you could chop down a tree or you could commit she, a crime. She doesn't say wooden, actually. I'm just picturing a picturesque country wooden. Yeah, it could be metal, though. Yeah, because yeah, if it's not a picture, like, a nice thing, then, yeah, I think the only explanation is that she got interrupted. Or he. No. Oh, yeah, or he. Very um, forward-thinking, Hannah, that this was a uh, female robber. Um, yeah, that got interrupted, I think, because there's, there's mm, no yeah. logic to that. Because otherwise, all the food would be gone. How can you break into a French restaurant and, like, not take all the ingredients? Just a baguette. Yeah. <laughs> At least a baguette. It must have smelled amazing in there. Oh, my gosh. Let's just think about that for a okay, second. Let's, okay, let's get dinner. Right, let's finish this. <laughs> <laughs> Lena, I think we've solved it. Yay! Yay! Thank you so much. I know. We've done Yay! it so many times. We're real. We're real. Beth Murray, what do you want to plug? What's coming out? What's happening for you at the moment? I feel like I should confess to a crime at this point. (laughs) Um, uh, Right, so I have written a book that's out now called Em and Me. Yes. um, And it's about a struggling single mother whose life has gone a bit to pot. Okay. And it's about how she gets things back on track and builds a better life for herself and her daughter Em. And it features a crime. Um, but it, I didn't know it was a crime until I researched it. Oh, wow. So there you go, just tying in neatly. Ooh. Tell us what the crime is. Well, that's no, spoiler. That'll give, that give it away. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So it's a thing that happens, but you didn't know it was illegal until, or you didn't know people did it? Like, what? Uh, I didn't know it was illegal. Interesting. This is the best plug for a book I've yeah. ever heard. I wanted to link it in, you know. Ooh, I love absolutely it. Gonna hey. have, so it's called M and Me. Mm. Oh, awesome! It sounds amazing. Yeah. I love it. And where can we where can we follow you? Mostly online. I'm hanging out there all She's the time. In <laughs> She's in fuck off. Um, I'm Beth Mori on Twitter. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never know. I think I just use my name. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you've got a name where because your surname's sort of probably quite relatively unusual, Mori. That yes. feels like. So I think I just use my name. Yeah. Right. something cleverer than that and I think I'm the same on Instagram also I do a podcast yeah. called One Torn Every Minute oh. where I interview ladies about oh. having given birth and what it felt like yeah um, I think I there am is available a next week yeah. Yeah. Day one. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, there's, there's a Katie I'm, episode yeah there is <gasps> It's an, and I've listened to like all the other episodes. It's because oh, wow. the thing is, I love a birth story anyway, and yes. I know that it's a sort of a traumatic area for lots of people too. Mm. But I do also feel there's something quite therapeutic and fascinating about hearing everyone's birth stories. It's really interesting. It's a really great podcast, and also you have amazing guests on it too. Yeah, they've been fantastic. And also, I remember one of your facts from your birth. Oh yeah, was one of the greatest facts I've ever seen. Is this about the moon? Yes. <laughs> Did she get her butt out? She just mooned the whole maternity. Ward. No, there were two. There were two things that stuck out. The, the moon fact, which I. St- yeah, I do believe, but it's jaw-dropping. And the fact that you, that you uttered the line, oh, it's just a woman fingering you. <laughs> oh, yeah, about when they give you the sweep, when, uh, when you're overdue. That's you, when they put the, the sooty well, thing they, on. <laughs> <laughs> it would be much more fun. <laughs> oh, I don't know what Sue's voice is. I think it's that. No, no, sweep is... Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. That. <laughs> but what? Vulvary, vulvary, vulvary. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the um, what's the moon fact? It's an amazing fact. Um, so full moons make everybody give birth. Like Ooh. so, there's always a really high. So when I had Ernie, there was a full moon. So just like the hospital was overrun with people having, and that's part of what caused some issues with um, not enough staff. Do you know what? My mum, who used to work nights as a nurse in a hospital, would say if it was a full night, things would just be fucking mental. It would just be Just generally, not just women giving birth. Yeah, not just women. It would just be... A&E would be full. It would be crazy. Because, yeah, they were sending women away. Oh, wow. Because I was oh, it took so long. Anyway, this is... No, but that's so interesting. That's so interesting. Wow. Genuine lunatics. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. 
Wow. How did we get under Katie's vagina? We always do. <laughs> we get there eventually. We always do. It's just a woman <laughs> fingering you. My God. <laughs> the sweet was generally the least traumatic thing that's happened with any of my friends. Oh, yeah. And that's what's funny is you're like, oh, I'm so scared of a sweep because you have no idea what's to come. So that's the only thing your brain can get around. Yeah. I remember the sweep being, yeah, like such a relief because it wasn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> when she finished, I just went, oh, thank you. <laughs> She's like, welcome. <laughs> well, I can't think of a better way to end the podcast. Super. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.